0: Job chapter 41. Can you catch Leviathan with a hook, or put a noose around its jaw? Can you tie it with a rope through the nose, or pierce its jaw with a spike? Will it beg you for mercy, or implore you for pity? Will it agree to work for you, to be your slave for life? Can you make it a pet like a bird? or give it to your little girls to play with? Will merchants try to buy it, to sell it in their shops? Will its hide be hurt by spears, or its head by a harpoon? If you lay a hand on it, you will certainly remember the battle that follows. You won't try that again. No, it is useless to try to capture it. The hunter who attempts it will be knocked down, And since no one dares to disturb it, who then can stand up to me? Who has given me anything that I need to pay back? Everything under heaven is mine. I want to emphasize Leviathan's limbs and its enormous strength and graceful form. Who can strip off its hide? And who can penetrate its double layer of armor? Who could pry open its jaws? For its teeth are terrible... The scales on its back are like rows of shields, tightly sealed together. They are so close together that no air can get between them. Each scale sticks tight to the next. They interlock and cannot be penetrated. When it sneezes, it flashes light. Its eyes are like the red of dawn. Lightning leaps from its mouth. Flames of fire flash out. Smoke streams from its nostrils like steam from a pot heated over burning rushes. Its breath would kindle coals, for flames shoot from its mouth. The tremendous strength in Leviathan's neck strikes terror wherever it goes. Its flesh is hard and firm, and cannot be penetrated. Its heart is hard as rock, hard as a millstone. When it rises, the mighty are afraid, gripped by terror. No sword can stop it. No spear, dart or javelin. Iron is nothing but straw to that creature, and bronze is like rotten wood. Arrows cannot make it flee. Stones shot from a sling are like bits of grass. Clubs are like a blade of grass, and it laughs at the swish of javelins. Its belly is covered with scales as sharp as glass. It ploughs up the ground as it drags through the mud. Leviathan makes the water boil with its commotion. It stirs the depths like a pot of ointment. The water glistens in its wake, making the sea look white. Nothing on Earth is its equal. No other creature so fearless. Of all the creatures, it is the proudest. It is the king of beasts. Chapter 42 Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything, and no one can stop you. You asked, Who is this that questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen and I will speak. I have some questions for you and you must answer them. I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. I take back everything I said and I sit in dust and ashes to show my repentance. After the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz the Temanite, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me, as my servant Job has. So take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job, and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you, and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zohar the Naamathite did as the Lord commanded them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. When Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Then all his brothers, sisters, and former friends came and feasted with him in his home. And they consoled him and comforted him because of all the trials the Lord had brought against him. And each of them brought him a gift of money and a gold ring. So the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than in the beginning. For now he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also gave Job seven more sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter Jemima, the second Keziah, and the third Kerenhapuk. In all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job, and their father put them into his will along with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. Then he died, an old man who had lived a long, full life. The Bible is full of stories about crushing, loss, intense hardship... Try and imagine yourself in the place of some of the people in the Bible. It's absolutely heart-wrenching, the suffering that they had. Job's suffering was a lot. At the end of the book of Job, you get to understand really the might of the Lord. At the end, Job admits that he was totally ignorant about the creative majesty of the Lord. Things are far too wonderful for him, he said, and for us to be able to fathom how the Lord has created what he has. It's truly mind-blowing. You can't. You can only see it through a human lens. If you want to go to episode 44, you can actually listen to chapters 38 through 40, where the Lord challenges Job and highlights even more of his majesty. The photo that I'm sharing with you for this episode is one that's a metaphor for life's struggles. It's from Kannapolis, North Carolina. For most of the year, all around the US, classic car enthusiasts get together and do cruise-ins. They socialise, they admire one another's classic car restorations and if you love to take pictures of classic cars... You have many models (laughs) at your disposal. It's hard to explain how captivated I am by the curves of an old Chevrolet or the hood ornaments on all these old classic cars. Again, especially Chevrolet because they have these amazing airplanes that I can't get enough of. And if you look closely, you can see a reflection of me in the chrome of the headlight. Recently, I've kind of been attracted to the rusty vehicles. They may have clear coat on them. They may have been sanded down and you see all the different shades of paint or even different colours, you know, as it's been painted over the years. You just see these unique patterns. But this old Ford truck in particular had such an amazing amount of rust on it but it was the section that's in the picture where it's been fixed with some kind of screws. But what I love about this picture is the reminder that you have so many layers to your life, to your personality. That's what this life experience is all about. It's not perfect. It never will be. There will be a lot of tarnish. There will be a lot of rust in your life. You will patch things up, there will be repairs, and you will still be able to do what you were put on this earth to do. And like Job, you will go through the suffering. There is the valley, but there's also the mountains. So wherever you are in that landscape, as you're listening to this episode, know how much the Lord loves you, cares for you, and ultimately has your back. to download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes visit ttlm.pictures